so many sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. And I'm David. We're coming to you very late at night. Yes. You're probably listening to this at a reasonable time of day. But we're doing our reaction show as live as it can be right after the Oscars have ended. We just watched the ceremony, mm-hmm. all three and a half hours of it. Mm-hmm. And we're here to talk about everything that happened. It's going to be a thing. A lot to unpack. Lot to unpack definitely. We're all tired. So I think it could be fun. Yeah, this is going to be, I think, a low-key energy show. Low-energy, low-energy show. Ready? Low-energy, so many seats. There's no real plan here. It's just a reaction. So I'm going to say, let's just get, let's just get Will Smith out of the way. Oh, you want to get Will Smith out of the way? Yeah, I'd rather talk about it now so we can talk about the awards because we're going to talk about it. All right. And I don't think that's the elephant in the room. Exactly. So let's just address it early. Use your accolades for later. Yeah. Around on the pod for Josh's accolades. Yes, yes. Let me just start by saying, I don't want to like really get too deep into this because this involves people's personal lives and their relationships with each other, friendships, marriage, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I have been a fan of Will Smith for a long time. I feel like as a kid, especially, he's someone I looked up to as a cool actor. And I was really let down by that. For anyone who doesn't know, I don't know how you wouldn't. Chris Rock. Uh, during a presentation of an award, made a joke at the expense of Will's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Will did not like that. Took the stage, hit him, uh, screamed quite a few obscenities, and just really knocked the show off the rails. So, I'm not gonna. I, I wouldn't say to Will, I don't. I'm not gonna tell you how to feel, but I can't defend. I can't defend violence. I understand if that joke upset you, and you have every right to have words with Chris Rock after that. Mm-hmm. But man, not a good look to hit people. No, that's my, that's all I got to say on it. No, there's a lot of weeds and I don't care to get into them. Yep. That's uh, how I feel. <laughs> but it was a uh, shocking moment. Shocking. And it was definitely, there was a moment where it's, we live in an age now where you have to like, as the moment's happening, weigh whether or not something is real or staged. Oh my and gosh. And I got to say, I looked away at the moment of the actual slap. I was reading our chat. And so I saw Will going on stage and I thought, knowing Will Smith, knowing Chris Rock, this was going to be like a hug it out. They were going to like dab or whatever. I don't uh, I just made myself look even like a bigger dork there, but <laughs> they were going to hug or something. And so I looked away. I missed that moment. But then all of a sudden the audio cuts out and it cuts and it's Chris Rock like blankly staring. And then it just cuts to Will Smith and you can visibly see him say the F word. On TV, it was uh, shocking. It was like, is what is happening? There's been lots of talk of should the Oscars try to not manufacture, but definitely try to create scenarios where viral moments can happen. I think they're thinking more like Ellen DeGeneres taking a giant selfie <laughs> and Jennifer Lawrence tripping up the stairs. Not so much a very awkward domestic incident, but. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Will Smith tried to, in a veiled way, And then in a not-so-veiled way, apologized during his acceptance speech. The awkward thing was, Chris Rock then immediately had to, after this moment, present the award for Best Documentary, and Questlove had to spill his emotion uh, while probably thinking, wow, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. Man, yeah, the real tragedy of that was Questlove getting drowned out. It's a shame. And uh, and then later, Will had to sit there for an hour and think about, what am I going to say? Should I address it? Should I not address it? Apparently, received counsel from Denzel Washington. They did 
who gave him real good advice, I'll say. Might need some counseling. And well, yeah, I'm not going to make excuses. I'm not even going to really say who deserved what or who didn't. But it was definitely the, the talker of the night. No. What do you do think, Andrew? Yeah, you got anything to add? We, Josh and I talked about this pretty extensively after the show. And we were just like, at first, I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe that was like a real moment. I thought it was just in the carrying on of like jokes and whatnot, because Chris Rock and Will Smith both are two pretty funny people. They're historically pretty funny people. For Will Smith to do that, number one, I thought it was, I, I thought it, at first I thought it was a joke and then the audio cuts away and now we can't hear anything. It's, oh, wait a minute. He wasn't joking. No. It was, it was very just. It was 110% uncalled for. There was nothing that needed, there's nothing that is justifiable in that. Just like what Josh said earlier, you can't condone that type of, really any violence, but like to do that in front of a billion people, literally the whole world. They hope it's a billion people. But to do this on like, to do this on like a a grand scale, this Mm -hmm. is definitely just viral. Yeah. Video views of that moment, that might be a billion. Yeah. And Chris's statement of Jada, with that, it, when you add the context of what he said to her current situation, I can understand her being upset. I can understand Will being yeah. upset. Absolutely. But it, it definitely reaches like a weird fever pitch of like, how juiced up do you got to, does Will Smith have to be to decide this is the moment I'm going to walk, I'm going to like violently stand yeah. up for my wife. It seems like the kind of thing that could have definitely been handled backstage or save that moment for later. But now you've got, now it's going to be a bit of a conversation. There's been tons of uh, jokes dunking on Will and Chris. Yeah. And- it's overall, it's just sad, isn't it? Cause there's not, it's not like there's a good guy. Like anyone well, who's like picking sides, that's not the right way to do it either. Don't make this a thing. <laughs> yeah. The things that like, she just doesn't, the, the one, th- the one thing I have seen a lot, at least it's analyzing anyway, is that like Oscars, Winning an Oscar can either really catapult your career, revitalize your career, or kill your career. Because lots of people who win Oscars, they think that's their apex and they don't ever do anything else again, or at least anything that's memorable. But with this, you see that is that moment of his career rising in Because like that did not need to happen. Did not need like- to happen. After some, I say that, like, I say after some time, like it's been a while. But after a little bit of time, I do, I think barring any other incidents, Will Smith will probably be fine career-wise. Mm-hmm. But I do think that in that moment, he should have been scared of his yeah. behavior. He probably was. Like, it was, probably not, was not good. But that's, I don't, that's it. That's it a lot of it's going to depend on how both he and Chris act going forward. And like, if they publicly make amends, I think people. I hope they do. We'll, we'll, we'll forget it over good time. For them both to apologize to each other in public. Yeah, I hope they do too. That would be good. Okay. Will Smith, talk out of the way. Let's look at the, like, the show overall. Fast grade. How do you grade it? On an A to F scale. Let's try to be cognizant of how it got knocked off rails. <laughs> In terms of how I think the words were given out, mm-hmm. probably like a B plus A minus range, okay. like the awards themselves. I agreed with most all, even the ones that I, I picked. I don't mind the ones that I, I don't mind. I don't mind what I lost to in terms of my picks. And then in terms of presentation, I don't know. 
probably a C minus. It was just, it dragged on. We talked, you said it earlier, three hours, 40 minutes. Yeah. I got some contestation in the group chat when I was like 22 minutes till the first award was announced going into the show. It's just, they did a, they did an opening monologue. They did Beyonce sang. They did an opening monologue with the three hosts. And then they did a second monologue for Amy Schumer. And it was, and then Daniel Kalua and her came out and they did some back and forth. It's just too long getting into the meat of the show, which is the awards. I wrote this, I made this, I wrote this number down. So in the first hour, they gave out five awards, two of which were given out during the pre-show during the untelevised show. So they gave out three new awards that nobody knew about in the first hour. Through the first two hours, they gave out 11 awards, four of which are from the pre-show. So it's just too long getting to some of these. And I like showcasing the best pictures during the run-up to the best picture. I like having nice moments where you're showcasing big Oscar things like uh, The Godfather or Pulp Fiction and like big anniversaries of these Oscar-winning things. I like the performances for the best song running through but there's a lot of other just little things that just they got rid of the hosts a few years back and i didn't miss them and now they're back and it's just little, these little bits i thought the bit where wanda sykes and regina and uh amy schumer were all dressed up as funny characters that was a funny bit but most of the rest of it was just so forgettable in terms of their stuff so like that was all all that was long you can't really you can only do so much to keep the perform the from talking at nauseum there's only so much you can do there but yeah, so I'd give it like a, like a C minus. I, I thought the stage looked cool, but it was, it was a pretty traditional Oscar show. And so I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, I agree with most of the awards given out. It was pretty traditional. I think it was nice to be back in the Dolby theater with a crowd. I was glad that there weren't as many pandemic jokes and references as I expected. There were a few, but overall it wasn't too bad. Yeah. I do agree that I wish that they had done a first live award a little earlier. I liked opening. The show with a performance, I think that was a good idea. Especially when you can get that to be Beyonce. That's a home run for sure. But yeah, they should have gotten more awards out. And also, I just don't understand why we give, what was it, like eight awards in the pre-show just to edit them into, if we're going to watch them anyway. Just to basically show them as a pre-show. Just make it live. I don't know. Honestly, just make it a three-minute montage. Like they were able, like it was obvious that they cut down those speeches. And we didn't have to sit there and watch them walk up and everything and all that. And so that's all fine and dandy. But the, st- the show still ran half an hour over. So what did it accomplish? Yeah. Hosts well, were fine. I don't think, I think they all did what they needed to do. I actually thought Regina uh, Hall's COVID search bit was really funny. And I enjoyed Wanda Sykes at the Academy Museum. I did not yes. enjoy Wanda Sykes at the Academy Museum. That was a bit you could have lost altogether. That's a that is a YouTube exclusive right there. That was painful. painful. Negative, sir. I went I went to the bathroom during biggest cheer moment and I picked the wrong moment to go to the bathroom. Because I had to come back and watch Wanda Sykes make the most boring jokes at the Academy Museum. I'll go out on uh, I'm sorry. I'll go out on a hill on that one, or I'll die on that hill. It was like she was coming up with them on the spot, which is not, I don't think any, I don't think it was a good idea. She was like, oh, what's, uh, what can I say here? Hey, it's, oh, I forgot his name now. It, I don't know why I'm letting you talk. So this is, you're just wrong. I sat with a bunch of old ladies at this event. For the most I part, have... probably. Yeah. This, these were old there were. These were old lady jokes. But yeah. like the thing is, go ahead, Andrew. David, what, what I'll say is, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. The, the thing is that like, this, the, the Wanda Sykes bits were actually really funny. And I hated the, like the crowd favorites, like the, like 
they they picked the worst ones as number one. That's what I wanted to talk about next, since David mentioned that was his first bathroom moment. The uh, incorporating the fan vote could not have gone worse, honestly. No, <laughs> an embarrassment is what it was. It yeah, was really embarrassing to the Academy. I'm sitting there like, watching the Academy Awards, and they're having to show me clips of Army of the Dead and send the store brand version. I don't want to see that. <laughs> and then some of the fan favorites were from maybe I missed this point in the voting. They weren't even from movies from last year. No, it was yeah. of all time. <laughs> so like, yeah, like the greatest fear moment of, of all time was a movie that wasn't theatrically released. Yeah, yeah, a scene from the HBO Max cut. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not even saying that it needed to be like before the DC, uh, you know, fanboys come at me. I'm not even saying it needed to be a Marvel moment or anything like that. It's just. Pick a move. Pick a moment that was in a theater where there was a cheer, an of audience the, cheer. Yeah, of the five moments that we saw, that wasn't the that it, uh, not even of those five was that the best one. Yeah, no. There you go, though. You won. Yeah, yeah. Did they even do an overall like fan favorite? Because I got sucked out so hard after that. No, they did I'm later, but I don't think they actually named them. I think they just put up the five that did, came in. I don't think they put numbers in front of them. They just put up these five movies were voted fan favorites. I'm going to have to look yeah. back at that. Yeah, that was weird. Didn't care for that. How about... I liked Wanda Sykes dressed as King Richard Williams. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but I, she made me laugh really hard when she went, I shaved a lot for this and then she walked off that was that that genuinely made me laugh david you said that you pretty much agreed with the winners tonight mm -hmm. so i'll ask andrew was there any awards that you didn't agree with or that you thought was should have gone to someone else any big surprises no above all i was pretty the only thing i would say and this is just such a technical thing because i'm a big rooter for the technical awards as much as i love the acting awards the technical awards are my baby. So like the makeup and hairstyling, I think should have went to Dune. Dune was just such a, Dune was just such a great film. And after tonight, it really makes me want to go watch it again. Other than that, no. The only thing I will say is that I think, I know we're jumping back on Will Smith. The only thing I will say is that like, Will, Will Smith, I personally, my personal pick, would have been Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. That's the only thing I'll say. But other than that, I will actually, yeah, I will say this. There's one thing that, re that really surprised when Kenneth Branagh won for Best Original Screenplay. That was a little bit of a surprise. I agree with that. Yeah, that, that, was, a, that was a big surprise. What? And yet you picked it. I picked what I thought would win, not what I necessarily wanted to. I know. Your heart picks is, is quite dis. My heart, I think I'm last place in our group on my heart picks and first place on my brain picks. Hmm. Yep. I will. At like, I was really, I was pleasantly surprised because I enjoyed Belfast. I enjoyed Belfast and I had my log logistics set somewhere else. Yeah. So the movie like Belfast wasn't really for me, but it was clearly like a really personal script for Kenneth. So yeah. I, I'm not at all upset about that win. I think he deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't seen that. So I, I was, I haven't, there's a lot of movies on this list. I still haven't seen. I got to get around to. 
Yeah, yeah, there's plenty. I will say, I really hope that we can, I really wish they would be more transparent with the voting for these types of things, for the Academy in general. I have seen past ballots for different things, and sometimes people will abstain from voting, and the reasonings are, are can be sometimes quite absurd. And then you'll, I'm really curious what it is that makes people pick the ones they do, and what ends up pushing some things, some performances, some scripts over the top. Because you know, you know that every member of the academy isn't reviewing and watching every one of these and sitting down and looking at all of the hair design and looking at all right. Of the, there's something like, I think there's, I think there's nearly 10,000 voting members of the Academy. So they, they can't possibly all watch everything. I know. No, so I, I would, the, it'd be really interesting to know, like, of the amount of the votes who actually watched all, I think it's, uh, I can't remember the number, 50 movies, 50 something movies that were nominated, who watched all of these documentaries, who watched all, like, it's because I, I think people consider the Academy Awards the sort of this, they have this really high status opinion of it. Yeah, they do. You know, there's yeah. this high appreciation for film. But when you think about that and you think about how many of them abstain because they haven't seen enough, they feel they haven't seen enough picks. How many vote because they're voting for the one that they saw? It's are they really any better than the three who haven't seen, maybe not have seen any of the animated shorts. And sure. we're just like picking the one that right. we've heard is good. How many Academy Award? Uh, voters are picking the ones they've heard are good. It's, it's, I think it's a, it's an, it's a question that I'm sure that happens. Like I, no doubt, I guess it just comes down to, does it happen enough to actually sway a vote? I don't right. know, but maybe they should have a more like rigid system in place to make sure you actually voted on or watch these nominees that you're voting for. I would even say create subcommittees like the entire academy doesn't need to vote on every single category create within each thing like hey i i'm on the i'm on the documentary committee or i'm on the best actor committee and let those people and let those subgroups focus on each one because i don't know i'm trying to uh, i've skipped ahead to things that we want to fix about the hey the this academy. is a free thinking so episode get there we'll get yeah, there it's all good we'll get there what about you josh was uh, i forget what we, what we were talking about specifically but I don't think we were talking about it. You think about the award, the awards that were given out. You clearly agreed with a lot of them, or at least you picked a lot of them. I did agree with a lot of them. I, of the ones that won off the top of my head, I can't think of any that I just flat out was like, no, that's, that is undeserved. I don't think so. I was very happy with the CODA win for best picture. That has become like a somewhat unpopular opinion on film because they don't like they like their movies to be uh, dark and depressing. I think a little bit. I think there is this. I think there is this idea that comedies, or even I think it's closer to a dramedy, can't be high art. I think yeah. I think if definitely if it if it goes beyond just I think just straight character drama maybe in some cases because even going back it's like romance films a lot of people think that one of the one of the most surprising or or, or worst ones is like Shakespeare in Love which beat out like uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan and Thin Red Line and there's another movie I can't remember but yeah. and like romance films or something like a more family oriented maybe not family oriented but you understand like a movie about a family like this like Coda yeah. that they're less serious because they're less because they're more accessible, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Like I think that there is a contingent of film Twitter or even Oscar snobs or whatever you want to call them that prefer 
the Oscars to stay. Like the films should be hard to understand. They should be, yeah. there should be like a intelligence level to appreciate. And so if a film is like really accessible, it's like, no. Yeah, Academy, I, like I think easy one. I think you nailed the hit the nail on the head with that assessment. It does feel like that's the case because we don't see a lot of feel good movies win. Um, and yeah. people need that sometimes. The last feel good movie that won was Green Book, and quite honestly, that doesn't age well. And it didn't really age well at the time. But that's to compare the two would be wrong. They're not even comparable in my opinion. But no, yeah, that's there's a difference there. But oh, go ahead. I don't even know if that's, excuse me, I don't even know if that's saying just feel good. It's, it's more than that. It's like mean, exploring like a traumatic event or something like that or yeah, a traumatic yeah, experience. Yeah. I was, I think the last like. An experience say, that it's, it yeah. shows you a life style that most people don't understand. I mean, Troy Kotzer's speech when he won about how this is representative of the deaf community was really powerful because most people can't relate to what the characters in that movie go through which is what real life people go through every day. And to see, I'm trying, David, I don't think you've seen the movie, right? So I'm trying not to say too much. But basically, the protagonist of this movie is the hearing child of a family where she's the only person who can hear. So that is also a very different perspective when it comes to movies, especially like mainstream things that make Oscars. Yeah. So I think it's worthy and I liked it. And most importantly for the industry, it's gonna, Netflix is feeling weird tonight, is my opinion, because Apple just beat them to be the first streaming service to win Best Picture. They did it in within a year and a half of their service even launching. Netflix has been pouring millions of dollars into Oscar campaigns for years now. And yeah. they, they got pretty embarrassed tonight. Jane yeah. Campion picked up that directing nod, but Power of the Dog flopped pretty hard yeah yeah it didn't end up winning i think in any of the categories it was not so i would imagine netflix will do some soul searching to figure out what they're doing wrong because they're doing something wrong yeah i honestly i think that there's going to be a lot i don't know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like accuse anybody but i think it definitely is a situation where there are just some in the academy hierarchy that are just anti-netflix they like netflix and, and Apple, while they, they may not necessarily be pro-streaming, Apple doesn't uh, doesn't have that stick being Netflix at this point. Like, the people don't think of Apple and think of streaming. They think of Apple and think of iPhones, and they think, they think of iPads, and they think right. of, like, technology. So, I don't know. I think that there's, it's still, I think there's, I don't know. I don't know if it's Netflix's problem, because I think Netflix has put up good films each year. They have, and they've gotten close. No doubt. Power of the Dog was close. Roma, yep. very close. There's yep. a third one, I think, that was recent. I can't remember. Don't Look Up, also Best Picture nominated. It was not going to win, but... I was surprised yeah, that was nominated, win. to be honest. But yeah, it's... And we've had... There have been people in the... There have been members of the Academy in the past that are just like dead set against it. But I think this last year, they didn't have much of an option. There was very few films that didn't like make most of their attention on streaming services this year because of the pandemic still going on in 2021. It's, it's like it had to be. It had to be like a movie that was popularized by streaming. Yeah. 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 For the most yeah. part, this was the closest return to normal we've seen. Last year's Oscar ceremony was, there were, there were essentially hardly any theaters still yeah. open at that time. Most of those movies were just lost and forgotten, I think. So it was nice to see a little bit of return to normal there, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Netflix and some of the other streaming services move forward. 
Now that Apple has beat them, Apple now has the reigning best comedy series at the Emmys and best picture at the Oscars. Look at that. Can't deny the quality. Hey, hell no. Do we want, Josh, you presented us with a, a goal. You uh -huh. presented us with an idea at the, at before we started the show. Do we want to talk about our ideas? Yeah, sure. Ideas to fix the Oscars? Yes. How yeah, let's, let's wrap up the show with that conversation. I think that's fun. My number one, you can't. I agree. Yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think you can fix the Oscars. I think some of the problems with the Oscars are. Perception. It just is what it is. It's Sometimes. Gonna, it's, it would take 20 years to overcome this perception. I think it would take a long time to overcome the perception that the Academy, that the Golden Globes or the Emmys, all of them have, which is that they are just stuffy, boring shows where a bunch of celebrities pat each other on the back. And, and for the, for the most part, old white celebrities pat each other on the back. And even when you can have years where you can boast, hey, really diverse cat group of people won this year and really diverse movies won this year, it's going to take a long time to overcome the perception that it's built up. So I think my first option is you can't fix the Oscars. Did you write any more or did you? Just I did. I wrote start earlier, kick off at six at the same time as like the Super Bowl. I agree with it you. means that the it means the celebrities got to get there earlier for the red carpet. But you know what? The, they live in California. Yeah. Who cares? Somebody else said this on an APL, uh, AP article. And I'm just yeah. quoting that. Yeah. But start earlier. If you're going to run a four hour, you can't have people watching until 1040 at night, 11 o'clock at night on the East Coast, yeah. even later. Embrace streaming is what I have. Um, you already got to deal with ABC. This whole thing could have been on, on Hulu. This whole thing could have been on every, honestly, they could make a deal with every streaming, expand your whole thing. You get an exclusive deal for Hulu, or you could get an exclusive deal with every streaming or, or not. Yeah. I feel like it should be at least simultaneous. Like yeah, it, it should at least be airing on the broadcast network and on Hulu or something. Or if I you would want say, to, if you want to air the Disney Plus. Show, or that, if you want to air the, if you want to air the main five on ABC uh, to tens of people, tens of millions of people, excuse me. And then run the entire show on Hulu where people can appreciate the, the, the snubbed awards tonight and they can appreciate the whole thing. Do it there's, there, you know, there's no, there's only one, there's only one thing I can say to counter that argument is given like maybe a week's time, all of the presentations will be on YouTube. Yeah. They always, that, they almost always are. Yeah. And, and, but that's not, yeah, I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm just, I'm just saying like streaming it live great thing but it'll be on youtube about a week later and maybe may even be a day later we don't know but like i'm yeah it, it, i'm not going to say that it's going to be it's going to it's a, I'm not, i don't even know if that's necessarily a perfect solution streaming but if your audience is dwindling on over the air television on abc or nbc cbs wherever you put it you're bringing in like the, last year they brought in 10 million people the year before that 23 million people i think this year we're going to see somewhere between 10 and 23 uh, if it goes down, good grief! But it, they gotta do, they gotta expand somewhere. The stuff from tonight's already on Twitter in terms of like video stuff. So you, you can't, it can't be like. Oh yeah, oh, the Will Smith clip alone yeah. was available online and viral almost immediately. Yeah, we can't pretend that this stuff isn't already becoming instantly digitized and put somewhere. So you might as well control it. My other thing was just move faster, cut a lot of the chatter. We don't need a lot of like these long-winded little bits between celebrities. Chatter, yeah. I agree. One thing I will say is that Kevin Costner's open speech for the best director. What was he talking about? It went on for, I felt like it went on for 10 years. A lot of them did that. <laughs> a lot of them rambled. And I looked over, Andrew, I looked over you at one point because Tony Hawk, Sean White, and Kelly Slater presented an award. Yeah. 
And I, I turned to Andrew and I said, you know what? It's funny to me that they're not even actors. They're athletes. And they're the only presenters who haven't screwed up. They yeah. said their lines and got out. And everybody else bumbled through the teleprompter, had to be prompted. People had to be like, hey, that's you. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there, that there, crap out. There is, a, there, like, there is at least. Y'all yeah. got to read your script before. I don't know. And we don't even honestly need presenters. Just go. Whenever they were doing the cut, the ones that were pre-shows, I was like, this is what you could do. Nobody needs to have, I'm trying to think of somebody. Nobody needs Bradley Cooper to come out and make, you know, a minute and a half of jokes before he goes, okay, now on to the serious matter of best hair. Like, it's just so. Right. Just walk up and do it. Just walk up and say it. We don't need yeah. it. Just get right um, to the point. I agree. Some, I saw this in a suggestion somewhere else. The Academy Awards shows really should be a showcase for not just the films of last year, but a showcase for the upcoming films of the next year. There should be like a high value spot of getting movie trailer, your movie trailer. And there was a couple tonight. There was a couple new movie trailers tonight. Liam Neeson's Memory or Memories yep. and Nick Cage's uh, The Unbearable Weight of Incredible Talent, yep. or I may say be saying that backwards. Yep. Uh, and while it was not a new trailer, they gave a nice prominent feature to Lightyear. Yeah, they gave like yeah, actually like Chris, in the Chris show. Chris Evans had a video introduction and everything. Yeah. yeah, like the Super Bowl, which are, which already has that kind of thing. This should be a spot where movies are wanting to like, hey, we want a spot in the middle of the Oscars to showcase a new movie coming out. I would think that would be a big deal. Um, I don't know how they work that out, but just trying. The other ones are make it a multi, make it two or two, maybe one or two nights. And somebody suggested putting all of the production, like the production style categories or tech categories on one night and all the, the big ones on the next night. I think inter mix them up. You don't want to you don't want to create this that separation. So I would say mix it up. Best director can finish one night and best picture can finish another and you can mix up everything. I would also expand a few awards if you do that. Like I would I think it's a crime that there's not an award for like stunt work, which is an incredibly vast and interesting field and a big part of Hollywood and movie making. Uh, I think there should be honestly, I think there should be an award for like vocal acting because um, yeah. it's a legitimate form of acting and yeah. people snub it for overlook it a lot. And I thought I wrote down another one. I didn't, but there are other things that we just don't highlight. I think at the, during the Academy, that's a good list. I don't disagree with any of them, but ultimately I think it does come back to your first point where yeah, you can't, I don't know if you can fix the Oscars and if you can, I don't know how much change you can actually right. pull off. You might do minor things here and there. I think the best thing they can do is just find a way to get that down, get that sucker to two hours. Yeah. Um, I think that would save a lot of problems. Two hours, maybe two and a half at a push. It should not yeah, be I say two hours because I know it'll be two and a half. It was so silly because they made a joke. The, the comedians at the beginning made a joke about how power of the dog was, was so long. They were almost through it. Like they they've started it three times. They're almost through it. And, and then the Academy Awards goes on for an hour and a half longer than the power of the dog. I know uh, the power of the dog. Not even really that long. Not that long. I think it's just a little over two hours. Just a little. I think uh, so. I don't know. Yeah. I have a lot of questions about people's perception of time, but that's for another podcast. I still say you people watch six hours of TV, but then a three hour movie's too much. But then three hours of TV is too much again. I don't know. Y'all don't make sense. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, but, but I bet a lot of people on the internet watched the whole season of Bridgerton this weekend. It's possible. It's very possible. But three hours of the Batman. You know, you complain on Twitter about that. <laughs> no, no problem for me. No problem there. No problem uh, either. We are uh, at the end of the show, though. We are. But before we go, Josh, take your roses. Josh went 23 for 23. He got my ballot was I was very happy with it. I did two ballots, one of what I thought would win and one of what I wanted and what I wanted did not work out. 
for the most part. Uh, did you win anything at the Circle Cinema? I did not. Andrew did. Andrew oh, won a nice grand prize package. So shout out to you and to everyone else. Go find us online at so many sequels.com. Subscribe on YouTube or your podcast app and uh, follow us on social media. Get on that Patreon too, and you can join us on Discord and talk about the Oscars next time they happen. And whatever. Come right on. Yeah. Join it. Patreon.com. And we'll probably have a review for Coda up soon. So check that yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll look into doing that next. We'll see you guys next time.